I'm back. What's up, Kendo? That was kind of loud. That was loud. What do you do? Trying to adjust my mic all at the same time. Boy, has it been a while. Boy, howdy. Oh, boy, what's, howdy. What's it been like? Six months? Uh, it has. It has. I've been trying to get you in here, but it seems like you're... That's, you're a busy man. You always seem to make it my fault. But. You're, you're a busy man, you know? Like if I had your responsibilities, I could see how you couldn't make it here. I don't know how a guy like you gets along in life with zero responsibilities. I barely make it. And that's the way it should be, really. That's the way it should be, just you zero responsibilities. You got it pretty easy. I do. I do. I'm like waiting for this uh, thing to fall over on me, but it looks like it's holding up pretty good. Yeah, you're a little rusty over there with, yeah, with like the, the whole deal, huh? stuff. That's, I can't decide where but, I want it. No, it's been a little bit though. We oh, always I say that every every hands. podcast episode. We say, oh, "It's been a minute. It's been a minute." <laughs> well, uh, this time it really has. What's it been like? Uh, three months. Yeah, I feel it's been like a lot going on. Yeah, a lot going on. Uh, where are you at on your house? Update. Uh, we're not. We're not. We're not anywhere. That's. Really to speak of, we're, we're, uh, I got the foundation, the footings poured and the foundation wall, and then that was back in October, the first part of October. Then we got hit with some weather, oh, yeah. and frost kind of set in on us, and, you know, we, we've kind of just held off. Yeah. Until till it thaws out again, we'll get going. Well, you could either do that or do it wrong, I guess, right? Yeah. You, there's a couple of things, we uh, different options we had. You, you could... You could blanket it and heat it up and get the frost out of the ground and move forward, or which I mean, it drives up cost, right? Yeah. Or we can just wait it out. It's so. just money. Yeah. You got lots of that. Yeah, I don't. You got tons of money. Yeah. Loaded. We're, we're, yeah, this podcast is sure bringing in <laughs> the revenue, isn't it? It's making us the big bucks. <laughs> That's the way I like it. Uh, what are we going to talk about tonight? Oh, we can talk about a variety of things, really. We, I don't even know there'd where to whole, start. There's been a whole lot going on, it seems like. We just got back from the basketball game. That's yeah. pretty fun. Manti had a basketball game. Yeah, oh, that basketball game. Yeah, we, yeah. But the other night we went to the jazz game. Ooh, we did go to the jazz game. The, the kids had some junior jazz tickets and went to the jazz game and that – you know, I used to be a big jazz fan. We lost. Did we? I didn't even pay yeah. attention. I've I, 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 I kind of, I don't know, God fell out of the jazz sour. a little bit. But it was kind of funny. You got there and looked at our tickets. Okay, section, I don't remember what it was, 117. So yeah, we go to the section, row 21, and you got your seats. And I get to that section and walk up there and you go up the steps okay there's row one two 21 literally the very top as high as you could get there wasn't a person behind us (laughs) not one we leaned against the back i text my mom she said told us at the jazz game she says you're the jazz game you got good seats and i took a screenshot of like the earth like from from a satellite (laughs) i said this is this is a picture of where we're sitting (laughs) Well, and then your brother happened to be down at, like, courtside. The most random thing, Landon, he never, I don't know why he was. Well, he don't get outside of center field. No, he's not a basketball fan. He don't no. care for sports at all. And, and and he texts me and says he was up there selling a dog box or something to the expo and was going to stay the night. So 
he bought jazz tickets and looked down and found him. He's clear down like lower bowl, like row 12. <laughs> He's down there in his camouflage. <laughs> down in the very I zoom, bottom. I zoom in. I took a picture of him, and I should I should share that picture of what he was doing in that picture when I no, zoomed in on him. No, you better not. You better not. You better. I'll, I'll blackmail him with it. <laughs> you hold on to that information until you need it. Yeah. Don't just give it away, you know. That's but, right. Yeah, that was. I'll play that right. It was still fun to go, though. It was fun to go. We went up the Wentley Expo. Just yep. kind of ran through it, really. Yeah, we had, what, an hour or so to burn before the game went through the Expo? Yeah, and we just kind of got there quick. and we, we made it to, like, we went through, like, the side entrance. It was close to the Delta, or I guess it's the Vivint Center, will be Delta Center. Yeah. So we, so we came through that uh, west entrance, and so we kind of, like, ran through different places. Not really ran, but we just kind of walked quickly through, <clears throat> made it all the way around, went to the... The where all the mounts were on that one side that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's gotten pretty big. I mean, it, yeah. it's always been big, but it seems like every year they're adding like th- another ten or fifteen booths. I feel like that that west side that we walked into. I'm not used to that being there. I think that was yeah. new. It's like they like opened a whole up new that, wing. They've opened up. Yeah, it's more of an L shape or something now, where it seemed like it used to be pretty straight across. Yeah, well, you know, we joke. We was joking about the expo. There's. What did we say? There's like three categories of, oh, of types is. of people that are at the expo. There's well, just even three categories of stuff. Yeah, right. Yeah, you've got you've got your your outfitters that are selling trying hunts. to sell hunts. Yep. So you got your your safari hunts or your Alaska hunts or yep. whatever. Just your guide hunt packages. Yep. Yeah, your, your guys that are trying to to sell hunts, and then you've got your gun, yep. your gun dealers. Yep. Ferris was there, and Brownie, Christians and, and Arms, Christians and Arms, all these guys, yep. all these gun guys. And then you've got your your hats and T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Your, your sweatshirts, your, your merch. We'll yeah, call it merch. Your guys, your, your influencers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Have, have. And, like, ran, like, I guess we did, there was some random, like, things, but... Like the furs we saw, but yeah. I guess I could go under clothing. Like right. Like, but, but for the most part, that you could... That's three. 90% you, of them were, were in the, within those categories. Yeah, ninety percent are within three categories, and then you got ten percent amongst anything else. Yeah, I, and anything else, you know, it's so strange. I get a kick out of it, you know. I, a lot of those guys, the influencer side of people, um, <laughs> they kind of get, I, they have their their following, which yeah. are, a lot of times are younger, the younger kids follow them, especially because it's like a social media presence, right? And, and it's like that age group, right? And then you got guys like our age or older that just think, what in the, what, how are these guys, what are they doing? And I, I'm not making fun of them at all. I think, I think. Hey, they found their niche. Yeah. They're making money. Yeah. Doing it. They found it. They found it. Something. But to it's do. just, it's just, it, it's kind of funny. And, and I, I follow a few, few people on Facebook and Instagram that kind of poke fun at it a little bit. I don't know. It's kind of funny. I just find it funny. That, yeah. That. Because they're all this to me, it's like they they found a brand, and and you you put the logo or whatever on a hat and shirt and and but, that's it. But they get that uh, they get that following, and that's cool. Like uh, people like that stuff. Like I I think one that's uh, that's blown up. It seems like to me is that hush. You know yeah. that, that hush had a huge booth. Yeah, I was really surprised at how big, yeah. how big of a booth they had. They, and I've kind of watched them. I. Throughout the 
last several years here as you've gone to the expo. They, I remember the, when their first booth started, it was kind of small. And yeah, man, it's grown. It's probably one of the top, I don't know, in the top 10 as far as size. Well, it was about, I mean, I could correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it was about as big as like the mount section. They had a whole, maybe not quite that big, but it was pretty big. You're talking the moss back. Yeah, the, the moss, moss back, back where all the mounts are. Yeah, and it was stuff. probably, yeah, I'd say probably two-thirds of that anyway. Yeah. Yeah, maybe not all of it, but it was pretty close. Like, I was surprised at how many. I just find it fascinating how how people can do so well on this social media stuff. Yeah, and, and we YouTube can't. Stuff. Yeah, what, what the... <laughs> Let's be honest. What, what let's, are, just, let's just throw it right out there. We're jealous. Well, how are they pulling it off? Well, I wouldn't say jealous. I'm, I, I'm not jealous. Well, a couple. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. What are you then? I'm happy for them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, uh, I'm know, happy for them okay. too. I'm just. Je- I just wish I had. I just think. Okay, so I got. There's to, like two sides of it because it's sort of uncomfortable because you're like, do you really want to be that? I just, okay, so two days ago, day before, or maybe it was yesterday, I was in the truck driving home from, I actually went to Den- Denver for uh, for work, and I was driving home, and I got a text saying, hey, you need to check out this post that the DWR put out about the shed ban. Oh, let's, shed ban, let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, so, so I get this text, I'm like, and he says the, the comment section is out of control. <laughs> you got to go go check out this post about this the shed closure because they they shut down shed hunting in Utah now from from now until April thirtieth. Yeah, and they did this a couple of years ago, three or four years ago. Yep. And and boy, it ruffled some people's feathers. It, there are people out there that that I mean that are very opposed to it. Isn't it, isn't it funny though? Because it's either you're either hot or cold. There is no warm. Like there is nobody that's like neither here nor there. It it feels like they are either all on board or a hundred thousand percent against. Well, what I found in reading that comment section, your influencers going back to these guys that are on big have big followings on social. A lot of those guys are the ones that are like really mad that this mm. happened. And the reason being, I for a lot of them, from the months of February till May, that's how they're making getting their content. Yeah, is is videoing. I see shed hunts. Yeah, and so for them, that really puts a a wrench yeah. in their whole thing because suddenly they got to go do something else for content that they usually yeah. this time of year that's what they're doing. Can they go other places like well, other they, states? I'm sure they could. I'm sure they get, and there but, was, it, but it still just makes it more difficult. But I just couldn't believe like I, there was, and a lot of these comments you kind of missed out because if you're going to go check it out now, a lot of the comments have been deleted. deleted. <laughs> so, but I was like, I was like <sighs> following it when it was really like at the first when the first came out, and people were just going crazy and yeah, and I could not believe it. I mean, it it generated. Was it on a DWR website that like yeah, the comments it was were? Utah, yeah, so division. that and everybody was diving in on mm-hmm. that section. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And everybody had their own opinions. Yeah. One of the one of the influencers I read. Um, I'm not going to tell you who they who it was, but this person stated like, "Why are we closing down the whole state? Because I'm in southern Utah, and there's not much snow down here. Like, you're, it's it's for the you know because the snow's so heavy, yeah. it's driving all these animals, and so we're trying to give them the the divisions. I their purpose is to give them a rest, give them a break. Yeah. And so this person says, "Why are we 
why why does it have to be statewide? Because here in the South, like that's not an issue. It hasn't changed anything. But it's like you got to sit back and you got to think. Like, okay, if you leave it open, say on the Henrys or on the Ponds, yeah. going down south, everybody what, what, everybody's going to be there. Yep. So what's that going to do? Yep. It's just going to drive pressure up. But and so then people are saying this on the comment sections back and forth, like, but people aren't nice. <laughs> Especially, I found that these these social media influencers like people have it out for them. Yeah, and it's kind of like, but these guys, some of these people just like love. And I'll be honest, like I love to read the comments. Like some people are so dang creative, like with their comments. <laughs> like when you had that one, you had one of your like Instagram things go pretty hot and heavy. Like you got a lot of views on one of your Instagram reels. The dumbest video I've ever put on, so on my reels dumb. has like two and a half million views. And it's, <laughs> the, it's the dumbest one. It's literally smoking me, right? Like, I walk out to my smoker and pull some ribs off the smoker. <laughs> and, and he walks out. So he walks out his back porch and he's pretty much in a pair of jeans like pair of jeans, t-shirt, and like socks, right? So he walks out his back door, and it's all it's cement all the way to your smoker, yeah. And you put it out on your smoker. It, it's literally it's like a it's like an eight second reel, yeah, or ten second. It's not very long. But like the comments, like the one lady that was like, or somebody was like, I don't think I could trust a person that wears his socks outside. Yeah. <laughs> or can you buy a new pair of jeans? Like why don't you get a pair of jeans that fit? Like yeah. my my pants are a little saggy. <laughs> Oh well, I, I still have my plastic cover on the handle oh. of my smoker, and I don't know how many comments I got. Well, don't you think it's time to take the plastic handle or plastic bag off the handle? And I, it's it's so funny how people will nitpick the crap out of this. But but that's what happens when it. I mean, oh my gosh, it blew it's up so like funny. it did. And I. But those comments are hilarious. Oh, people are funny. Like because like you don't even know like is that person serious about the socks? You know like. Or, like, and people are really bugged that you didn't take the plastic off the handle, you know? Exactly. It's absolutely hilarious to me. And, and these comments on this, this shed post of the divisions, a lot of the most aggressive people I noticed that were, like, really attacking some of these influencers, they had, like, these accounts that weren't really them. They're like John yeah. Doe. Like, these, count, these accounts that they can you hide. click on them, there's, there's no, they don't have any posts, they don't have any pictures. Yep. But they're just... They're using that they're you know, hiding to comment it. anonymously to yeah. throw all their jabs in at people. And, and that's, that's that's the problem. Like, all those really are, are jabs. Like, what are you really going to do? Yeah. You're just, you're just going to make some jabs. You try to stir the pot a little bit. But yeah. honestly, like, that's all it is. Because the division has to make a decision. And when they make a decision like that, it's, go, it's going statewide. That's just the way well, it works. Because there's, there's no way to, like, enforce a fake boundary line. Right, and even if there was, just like you said, then you just run into a whole another set of problems of like everybody going down south or everybody going up north. I noticed a lot of people were basically commenting, "Oh, like, oh, look, the looks like we'll just the honest will be honest, and the yeah, rest will still go out and pick up all the that, sheds." That's an argument that they all make, you know. That well, it's going to keep honest people honest. Yep. That, yep. You're still going to have those same people that go. And, and, and basically everybody's saying, well, you tried this three years ago and the same thing happened. And there were still so many people that went, just went out and got the sheds anyways and nobody ever enforced it. You know? Yeah. And it is a problem. Like, enforcing that is not easy. No, it would be really hard to enforce it. But the guys, they do catch, you know, breaking yeah. the law. They really need to they need to enforce it and come down on them to make, you know, example. I'm not – Yeah. I don't know. I've got my own opinion on it. I think – I think it's a good thing. 
Yeah. Ultimately, I think that they're trying. I think the vision is trying to to do something for them. Well, yeah, and that's all they can do. They're just well. Trying. Some people are saying, and "Well, what makes what, people can go out and hike around? People can go out and snowmobile. People can do all these other things." Well, the division doesn't have control over all those other activities. They have control over certain things. They can so so they're they're they're, yeah. they're doing something for their their part, hoping that other people will. Well, and you get the whole argument that like, oh well, I guess we'll just become bird watchers. You know, it's like, guys, you guys are so stupid. Like, <laughs> if you really love, if you really like deer, and you really want to like be a part of a, a positive thing, just don't go. I just thought it was interesting, like, these these bigger influencers ha- chiming in and how, I mean, they were, so so, a couple of them were really mad. Super against it. Super against it, and and, and really, and it, I. And you think that's mostly about content for I, them? I think it's their living. It, it, they're making a, yeah. they're, they're making a livelihood. Yeah. Whether it be selling the horns or videoing it and, and uploading it to YouTube and yeah. making the money that way. It's true. My opinion. I got to be careful about what I. I, I I'd love to hear your opinion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> My opinion? Yes, give it to us. <laughs> I just think that if you've thrown all your eggs in that basket, and some of these guys are diverse enough, they'll make, they'll get by just fine. But yeah. if you've thrown all your eggs in the basket of, I'm going to survive and provide doing this, you know, this one thing, Yeah, that's probably not a good move. Especially when we're talking like just YouTube, like you, you're you're talking a platform that could could potentially be pretty volatile. Like who knows what the future is going to be for YouTube, and it's been proven to be there and be there for a while. But still, like I don't, yeah, it makes you wonder where all this is going to go. I just think, like, is I, the metaverse? Are we going to go put a bunch of like horns out in the metaverse? And we're going to put on goggles <laughs> and we're going to go <laughs> try to find these uh, horns in a in a fake land yeah. somewhere you know like oh we're just, we're gonna have a goose chase wild goose chase for horns in the metaverse right I, i've thought way too much into this because <laughs> my mind goes crazy it, i think and I'm, I'm i'm probably blowing this way out of proportion here but i think we've kind of been fed a lie in general you hear this all the time and i it kind of it kind of applies to to this in that people will say to you Find what you love to do. You got, you got, you really enjoy yeah. doing something. Well, you can make a living out of it. Go do it. Like, like, yeah. And I don't think that that's a hundred percent the way it should be. You know what? It's not bad to be a cog in the wheel. It's yeah. not bad to be. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a place for that person that's necessarily doing the hard job, and it ain't gonna like. But, you, but, you, but you, I, lo- I love to shed hunt, and I love to yeah. do these things as much as the next guy. Yeah, but if we all just just followed all of our our dreams, like yeah, like you, like you, and I I know there's people out there that totally disagree with me, and there's people that have made a good living chasing their dreams and doing what they love, but I don't think that's well, it, kind of. I think what you what you're saying or what I'm understanding is like there's got to be some people that don't necessarily follow their dreams, so that others can. And guess what though, like like you can be. A happy. Oh yeah, you can dude, find happiness for sure. Doing well, that, well, that's what I'm saying. Like you need you need a guy that works in the sewer. Like you need a guy that goes down to the sewer and unplugs those right those drains. You know, right. and you think that's like 
his go-to. He was like, he woke up that morning. He was like, I am so excited to get these wet wipes, <laughs> this wet wipe clog out of this sewer drain, out of the filter. I am pumped about it. No, but like that same dude's probably happy because he makes a good living. Probably has a good health insurance. Probably works for the city, right? And uh, like he comes, he's able to come home every night and watch his kids play basketball, soccer, yeah. whatever it is, right? Like the, right. He, 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 that job lets him work like a nine to five or whatever it happens to be, and he can do what he wants recreationally. Well, we need those people. Yeah, and, and I and I and I'm happy raising those kind of people. Like if my yeah. kids are that that way and they. They're just normal people that do yeah. the jobs that need to be done. That's that's fine by me. I yeah. I think that we get so caught up in, especially well, on social media, seeing all this, you know, these lives of people that are not really real. It's not really for most people. I mean, there's there's a few yeah. people out there that are doing it. And well, and we I another thing I think about when I when I hear all this is a lot of times, what seems to happen is the thing that you really um, like or love doing, the minute it turns into your job, it's yep. not so fun anymore. Right. You know, when it becomes that thing that has to get done or you have to you have to help somebody kill that elk or, you know, the pressure comes on as a guide or you're out hunting sheds and you're like, crap, I have to get five sheds today and if I don't, I, can't, I don't get enough dog chews or, or whatever it is. Like, I can only imagine that that just, like, changes the game. It's no longer fun, recreational, fresh air, and this and that and something like this shed hunting thing. It kind of sucks because there's people out there that that they do they yeah they're hitting it hard out there. Yep. And suddenly, for these hobby people, that there's no more to be found. You can really tell on that post. You go read it. Like which which people have more more on the line than 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 the you know the ones that don't. Yeah, the ones that got a bunch to lose, basically. And I get it. I I. I hope people don't think I'm bad mouthing them. I just, it's just I, different. It's fu- it, what it is. Is it's it's interesting. It's it's interesting to see how something so small could affect like so many people, and and they you know so many people are taught you know go chase your dreams, go chase this. But and I think you should. Like I think it's great that you can. Like if that's really what you love and that works out for you, that's awesome. I just think to some degree we got to realize that there's also a whole nother avenue, you know, that you could be happy doing other things. Right. I, there was Gordon B. Hinckley at one point said something to the effect. I, don't, I can't remember the exact quote, but he said something like, you know, your kids, the truth of the matter is your kids aren't all going to grow up to be doctors or lawyers or, or these big, you know, yeah. high dollar professions. Right. The truth is your kids are probably going to grow up to be just normal people that do normal working class jobs that are just, they just fit into society. Like, and yeah, there's a cog in a wheel. And he says, that's okay. And that's totally fine. That's great. That's, and you know, not one thing wrong with that. Yeah. Well, that's fine. That's Sorry. That, that, that's yeah. That's all I have to so say about that. <laughs> everybody stay away from the sheds. All right. No, there's a, there actually have a, uh, a bird watching closure as well. So <laughs> if I catch you out bird watching, then you're gonna be in trouble. Well, what'll happen is if if people don't respect this and and they start pushing it, they're just gonna come down harder the next time. They're just yeah. gonna basically say, "You didn't listen when we tried okay, to get you we're to." We're just gonna we're gonna ban shed hunting completely. Yeah, 
you know. It's crazy, isn't and it? And I get it. There's going to be those people that break the law no matter what that'll do it, and it's frustrating. Yeah. That a few of those people can ruin it for Everybody. the rest of us, but. But it kind of is what it is. Yeah. Like, it's like, well, you're right. It doesn't, like, there's going to people be people that break the rules, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's still, it's okay or it's right to do. Like, just because somebody else broke a rule doesn't mean you get to. Right. You know? So it's <laughs> whatever. I don't know. I, but I had a heck of a good time at the expo. I had a fun time at the jazz game. And it was a good car ride. Yeah, it was. Other, other than that, that, that killed our day. It did. It, and it was good. I'm glad it did. Oh, I got put in for the $5 drawings. Yes, I you put did. In, I put in for a few. You know? Yes, you did. <laughs> I bet in for a few and uh I hope you draw something, man. I, I do too. I only get I actually only really get up the expo probably like one every three years. It's just like not convenient living clear down here to get up there. Yeah. And I swear there's always something on that Saturday and during the weekday I just never get up there. So when I do get up there I try to put in for a five dollar tag or two, you know. Right. And it's like It'd be awesome if you draw, but you st- I still don't, like, feel any hope towards it. Like, I mean, you know well, what I mean? Like, it's like there's hope there, but it's like. I, what, what, what What's cool is, like, you have to be there in person to to validate your tags and to put, yeah. to put in. You, nobody, you just can't send it in online and, and apply. Like, you have to show up in person, right? Yes. So, really, your odds are quite a bit better than than the lottery, just the, the normal the normal draw. Yeah. Or you would think, but boy, when we were up there, I thought, holy crap. We were up there on Saturday, right? Yeah. Yep. And there, and it went from Thursday, it go from Thursday to Sunday? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Thursday to Sunday. But just on that Saturday, we were there for an hour. There were, we were there on thousands Friday. We were there on people. Friday. And there was Friday. Yeah. So and, not, and not we even, were there not even Friday busy. before it was really even like busy. Busy. Yeah. And there was a lot of people putting it. So I thought, man. Yeah. There are. Maybe the odds aren't. Good as what you think. I know. I honestly think it would. I honestly think you probably get the same amount of people putting in for everything as they do on a regular draw, except for there's only one tag that goes out. You yeah. know. So it's not. I don't. But it's still pretty fun. Still, it's fun to when those when those draws come out to go through and read yeah. who drew what and. Well, it's fun to be able to put in for like multiple ones and maybe some that you're not normally putting in for because you've got you built up points to other animals or whatever. So. You know, to be, have a shot at like a bison or a moose when you're working on a sheep tag or something. You know what I mean? You know, all your tags. So yeah, that's kind of exciting. And I mean, my brothers drew, drew the uh, Courtney drew the beaver tag late right. season. You know, yeah, and I've known so, other I mean, people that have drawn. So I mean, it's possible. Yep. It's just not probable for me. Well, <laughs> possible but not probable, which I'm all right with. It's still it's fun. And Hudson was up there too, so. We put him in for some hunt for some you know five dollar tags too, and he'll probably be the one that draws it if anything. I hope so. Which I'd rather it be that way, anyways. So I hope the next podcast we're talking about how exciting it was. We drew the you tag. Drew, you drew a tag. Yep. Kenan didn't put in for any. I was oh, a little, I didn't. I didn't. I was a little sidetracked by that. Kind of hurt my feelings. Well, you know? we're all trying to donate to a good cause, and here you are just stiffing the conference conservationists. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm not gonna say as much on that topic. I I just I didn't I didn't put in. You're that's right. that's all right. That's all right. It's, but it makes my chances. Better. But you know what I did do that I probably should quickly mention. I shot an alligator. 
Oh, yes, you did. That's few, right. You went to Florida. Ago. Yep. Went to Florida a few weeks ago for work. We went down there to some trainings. Um, Before you start that, I'm just going to hit that button real quick. Yep. Hold on. Did you get her there? Yeah, I got it. Sorry. So, yeah, I went down to some trainings in Florida for, for Kubota. They're down there this time of year. It's, it's kind of crazy. They're down there cutting hay and baling hay. And, I mean, they, they can do it all year long down there. But How would that be? It was nice, man. It was 80, oh, 85 degrees. 85 degrees. Night. It was like the second, like the third week of January, and it was 85 degrees. And we're freezing. I know, man. I didn't want to come home. <laughs> but I was down there, and I was sitting in one of those classes, and I thought, gosh, I've never been to Florida. Probably will never make it back down to Florida again. So I'm going to go look up somebody to hunt an alligator with. You'll make it back down to Florida. That's where Disney World is. I'll never go back down to Florida for that reason. <laughs> Sorry, keep going. <laughs> You're going to Disney World now. <laughs> just for saying it. Oh, man. So I just I just looked up on my phone. Outfitters, you know, alligator outfitters near me, and there's this number popped up. You just Googled it? Yeah, I Googled it. looked at a couple reviews of a couple outfitters, and this guy pull, pulled up and seemed, seemed to be pretty good. Like what part of Florida did you already say? No, where were we at in Florida, roughly? Um, Fort Pierce, so West Palm Beach. You fly into West Palm Beach and you drive like, I want to say like an hour north of West Palm Beach. Okay. In the airport, on the on the tarmac, I saw Trump's plane. So that's like where he flies in to go to like his Mar-a-Lago. Okay. Like, I literally saw the Trump the Trump plane. Is that uh, is that closer to like the East Coast or the West Coast? Oh of no, it's on the it'd be on the East Coast. Okay. Yeah. Be on the East Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Where's like, how far away is that from like that rocket ship place? Is that I like have Cape no idea. Canaveral or whatever I don't called. know where that would lie. Okay. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just curious. Oh, no, That's I, where I, I was at. I don't know. I, but I booked this hunt with this guy and he's like, it was like a Tuesday and he's like, yeah, what's, what's plan on Thursday? He says, and, and, and the tags kind of range. I mean. You can shoot up to like an eight foot long alligator or seven foot long alligator. They call them nuisance, nuisance alligators. Okay. Like problematic ones that they kind of want gone. Yeah. For a certain price. And then above that, beyond seven feet to 14 feet or whatever, however big they get, I mean, the price goes up pretty substantially. You're, now you're getting into trophy. Yeah. So you got like your man, like your management deer, your three point yep. deer kind of, a, or the old deer you're trying to get yep. out. Okay. And I just wanted to shoot. I just wanted to say I shot an alligator. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't care to shoot a big one. And I didn't, I wanted to be married when I got home, <laughs> you know? So the bigger the alligator got, so, the less chance of that. So, so this guy, you. this kid, this kid named Daniel, he's, he was a good dude. He calls me up Wednesday. You still planning on coming out tomorrow to hunt? I said, yeah, I get out of class about five o'clock out of these trainings. I can be wherever by six o'clock. I said, okay. Thursday rolls around. He texts me like at four thirty. You still good to come tonight? I said, "Yep." He's like, "Okay, I found an alligator. He's just he's just hanging out on the on the bank of this pond right now. I'll send you a pin where I'm at and meet me here." Blah blah blah. So I get out of my class. I go meet him there, and he's like, he, he has this big old couple big fishing poles. I don't know how this is gonna work. So I, you just pulled up to him at the edge of this pond. I met I met the like this, the landowner who owned the the property that this pond was on. Okay, an old guy. And he took me into his property to where, meet where, he where was Daniel, at. this Daniel kid, was hanging out watching this out this alligator. And I go meet Daniel, and he has this big fishing pole. 
I'm like, okay. I thought we was going to go out like on a boat, <laughs> like cruise around, you know, like kind of like that swamp, swamp thing or whatever, yeah. where they go out on their flat <laughs> boats. <Yeah. and laughs> it, was, it was nothing like that. So, so I meet up with this kid. I'm like, okay, what's the plan? He's like, okay, there's, there's a little pond over here and he's, he's settled down on the bottom of it. I said, okay. And he's like, you can see where he's at. He kind of has bubbles coming up, you know. He's like, all right. He's like, what I'm going to do, I'm going to cast out there. And he had this pole, this fishing pole, the treble hook, like a giant treble hook. Like the size of your fist. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna cast out there and, you know, sink it to the bottom and, and drag it and hook him. And I'll bring him to the surface. And then you're going to just shoot him. He had it handed me like a 22 mag rifle. Yep. I'm like, okay. So he casts out there. And you, this is all happening probably kind of fast, right? Like yeah. you, you probably just show up from the like, time I, I, I got and met with the <laughs> landowner to where I was at the edge of this pond was maybe three minutes. <laughs> You're like, what are we doing? <laughs> are we doing this right here? Yeah. So, so oh sure God. enough, he, like the first cast, he casts out there, hooks the thing on the bottom and like you can tell he's like got something heavy on there. Yeah, and he, but it's almost like he caught like a like a tire, like there was like no a snag, like he, he like he grabbed a log like, like, on the bottom, like it wasn't like flopping around like on the surface or anything. It, it was like he was dragging a, a tire off the bottom of this little, and this pond's only maybe a twenty foot diameter pond. It's pretty small. It's closer to a puddle. Yeah, <laughs> a it's, deep it's a big puddle. puddle. <laughs> and he drags this alligator up oh, off oh off gosh. the bottom, and. It's almost, I mean, the thing didn't move at all. I wasn't sure it was alive. And he's like. It didn't fight or roll or nothing? No, no. And he's like, I was like, where do you want me to shoot it? And he kind of explained to me, you know, held out his hand. And he's like, okay, if my knuckles are where its eyes are at, there's a kind of a plate right behind the eyes. He said, that's where you want to hit it, kind of right there towards the spine. And so I said, okay. And he brings it to the surface and I can see its head. I'm like. Like so, I, I can just shoot it now. And he's like, "Yeah." He's like, "You could even just stick your barrel on it." Like, <laughs> so I literally walk up, put my barrel right. I put it on it, shot it, and he just he just dies. I, <laughs> the old man, the, the old property owner there. Yeah, he was a funny guy. He says, "Great shot. That was a great <laughs> shot." And I'm like, well, "How do how do you mess it up like?" <laughs> Literally. That's amazing. <laughs> Look at he's like, and I said that. I think I even said, like, well, it's hard to mess it up. He's like, no, but still, that's a good shot. That's a good shot. <laughs> Just like you fluff up a hunter. Like, oh, man. Like, can you that only took you 16 shots. Like, <laughs> But this Daniel was telling me, he says he's had hunters that, like, that'll hit him in the jar. They'll hit him in the in the foot or the leg. And, they go, and then they start rolling around and flopping. And it's yeah. quite the ordeal. But. It was yeah. like putting down a cow. <laughs> so it was. It wasn't. It was really anticlimactic. The whole thing. It, I can say I shot an alligator. Yeah, you I did. shot. And it was like it measured to be just over seven feet. It was. It was trophy class. And so the okay, another funny part of this story. I was going to bring the meat home. And so, Daniel says, "Okay, I'm going to take. We, we'll, I know a guy that processes them. We'll take it over to his place. He'll have it ready to go by the time your flight leaves. When did your flight leave?" I tell the processor and Daniel, I said, my flight leaves 7 in the morning on Saturday. He's like, oh, we can get it done by then. That's no problem. And so I'm thinking, okay, I better go get a cooler and get some stuff put together so that I can get this, check it in, you know. Because there's not a lot of meat on an alligator that size. There's some meat in the tail and some meat in the jaws, I said. And then I was going to take that meat home, the skull or the head, 
and then um, they were going to send off the the hide to have tanned, and then they'd send that back to me later on. But so I went and got a cooler at Walmart, just one of those foam coolers, and then uh, I was looking for a cardboard box to put the cooler inside the box, and I was going <laughs> to tape it up, and I was just going to check it to, to bring bring on the plane. And so I, so red, I, I am, and I don't know where I'm at. So I go to a Staples. Cause I, it's really funny. Go try to find a cardboard box in somewhere you've never been. Oh yeah. Like, it's not like you just have a friend's house. Hey, you got a box. Here. You got a box. You said to me. So I'm in a rental car driving around, hit this little strip mall. There's a Staples there. I walk in, they have a cardboard box, 30 bucks for a box. At this my cooler fit. I'm like, I'm not going to pay 30 bucks for a cardboard box. So I go outside and I'm, I'm in the back of these strip malls where they got all the dumpsters. And there's a dumpster that's just chucked full of boxes. So I'm like, sweet. So I go over that dumpster, and I start rummaging around to try to find one that just my cooler would just fit in just right. And I'm rummaging around for five or six minutes, and all of a sudden, whoop, whoop. <laughs> as, I, as I'm in the dumpster, I hear the siren kick on behind me. Scared the living crap out of berries me. berries and cherries. I, oh, I was scared to death. <laughs> and the officer's, like, getting out of his vehicle, kind of has his hand on his hip, kind of a thing. Like, <laughs> like he's like, sir, sir. What what is it you're doing? What are you doing? And I'm like, uh, I don't know how. how. You're never gonna believe like, this, I sir. Said, like, and oh. he's like, he's kind of like, we just got a call. I got a I got a call that somebody's back here rummaging through the dumpsters, and I want to know what is, what your business is here. What are you doing? Yeah, I'm like, well, I'm from Utah. Okay, <laughs> I'm out here. I shot I shot an alligator. And I, I don't know why I explained it in detail like I did to the guy. Broke it down for but him. But I, I was like, I shot this alligator. I went and bought a cooler at Walmart. I'm now trying to find a box to put this cooler in so I can get it home and all the alligator meat. And I'm just thinking, like, this has to sound nuts. And I tell him my explanation, and he, like, raises his eyebrows and says, okay, have a good day. Gets in his car. <laughs> Kenan's like, I'm going to jail. And he's like, no, no, that's a, that's perfectly <laughs> fine, actually. I, oh, I heard that story doesn't tell yeah, you. No, no, that makes perfect sense. Yeah. Like, uh, you meet Daniel? Did Daniel <laughs> take you out? <laughs> uh, so, I don't know. It was pretty fun. That is pretty cool. So, you probably got yourself enough uh, gator to do some uh, flip-flops? Yeah, I don't know what Maybe some boots? Do. Maybe. I don't know, because the funny thing was, is there was miscommunication along the way, too, with this. My processing guy, I didn't hear from him all night, and it, here comes, you know, time for my plane to leave, and I hadn't heard from him. I tried texting the guy, calling him. I couldn't get a hold of him, so I had to get on my plane. Yeah. And I didn't even get the meat. And he's like, I had a layover in Dallas, and he, he texts me, and when I get to Dallas, he's like, hey, I, uh, I got your alligator all done if you want to come pick it up. <laughs> this is like 1 o'clock. And I'm like, dude, I my plane left at 7 this morning. He says, oh, I thought you meant 7 this evening you were going to leave. I'm like, Nope. I'm I'm gone, man. He's like, oh, so supposedly he's gonna ship it back to me, but but you haven't seen it. No, I haven't seen it. Probably, you're maybe, not maybe I will. It. <laughs> you're not getting it. I got pictures though. Yeah, I got pictures. Well, and you can say you did it. When we went to Florida, we went out to like some Everglades swamp place by like where they shoot the rockets off the NASA place. Yeah, and we drove around, and um, somebody had told us they like marshmallows. I was like, marshmallows, really? So we went and bought some marshmallows, and you drive around on this road that's pretty much like a, a canal next to you, you know, and right. or like a it's a it's a dike or, it's kind of like a dike, and so you got water on both sides, and we'd drive around and, 
kind of think we saw something, so we'd throw some marshmallows in, and <laughs> just sure enough, like you'd see the you'd see a gator just woof come up Seriously? and also eat the marshmallow. Yeah, really. Oh, they love the marshmallows. You're not supposed to throw them marshmallows. Like how? What size alligators were they? Oh, prob like probably the biggest one was probably what you shot. Like we right. don't. I don't think we saw anything any bigger than like six. Yeah, six foot was probably what we, the biggest one we saw. But then see that marshmallow hit the water and then come around. And oh yeah, like especially like the little three footers or four footers. You know, like those things just. Could you could you imagine living in a place like that? Oh, like dude. where where it's really. Where like possible you, where you walk out your back door, you yeah, could, you could have an alligator in your backyard at any given. Well, and they say too now, like the even those places now they have to worry about sh- like those bull sharks. Oh really? Yeah, like they come up the river, come into the swamps, and like the bull sharks were, will feed on the gators and vice versa, and they've learned how to get some of that fresh water in them and make it work. So now you got to yeah. worry about sharks and gators, and then. And there's people that float those places. They, like, there's gators in the water, and there'll be people swimming. Freaking crazy. They lost their minds. They well, lost their minds. And and snakes. I, we, we was down oh. there doing some training, running a, a, a baler, baling hay, and big old snake comes, snake, you know, slithering across the windrow there. And I was like, holy cow, like, big giant snake. Like and, pythons. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but it, was, it had to have been six, seven feet long and, oh. you know, like, Three inches in diameter. I thought, my word. That's a no go for me. Well, and that's the other thing. Like uh, so about some of those places, like you go into where where they don't get a good freeze, right? Mm-hmm. Like there are so many like spiders and bugs. Like you go if you go into the brush, you might die. You know, like oh, just word. the chiggers. Like in in Oklahoma, like clear back when I was in basic training, like you went into the brush and you didn't have like your pants tucked into your boots or whatever. Good. Like you had red rash spots and it just itched like crazy little bugs that pretty much implanted or bit into you and just like, like a flea or something. Yeah. But like you don't, you don't see them, but like you get this massive rash from where these bugs got in and just like ate you to death. And it just itches like poison Ivy. Well, that's the other one too. Poison Ivy. You'd run into poison Ivy or those, uh, Cotton mouse snakes, or I think they call them cotton mouse snakes. Right. Anyways, those things are like, those were like uh, aggressive. Like, and they lived in the water, and they're like territorial. Yeah, I don't care to. Like, I'd rather have somebody shoot at me than oh have, have, have a, like a snake. I'd rather be like have somebody shooting at me than have a snake coming after me. <laughs> no way. I could unload a clip and not hit that thing <laughs> one time, and that thing's still be coming, you know? <laughs> I was screaming like a little girl. Retreat! <laughs> Just snake. Oh my heck! Yeah, Florida. Florida's a interesting state. People yeah. there were cool. The few people I met, I mean, they they were great, great people, good people. I'd love to get out there again. So we went out there and it was fun. We did the whole like took Hudson out, did Disney World, um, tr- went to like an Everglade place. But I'd love to go see some of those cattle farms. Out there, yeah. They say there's some like amazing cattle farms. There was, and where I was at, there was it was the weirdest thing to see. Like you'd be driving, and there'd be pastures, you know, with grass. And this is like I, it just kept boggling my mind because it was January, but January in Florida is like June in Utah, you know. But grass, you know, knee high, and they've got all these Hereford cows or whatever kind of cow. They had a lot of different breeds, like Brahmas and kind of crossbred yeah. stuff. Kind of hardier, right? Uh, yeah, out there, out there grazing in these pastures with palm trees. You know, it was the weirdest thing. But lots strange. of cattle. 
Yeah. That, that's what I like to do when I go check out these other states and stuff is to actually see, like, I don't care for all the main attractions like your Disney worlds and stuff like that. I like to go see yeah. where people are living. Like the real stuff. What people do for living. That's yeah. what I, always intrigues me. Me too. And that, we took one full day where we just kind of like drove around, tried to go on some of these hikes to see some of the different places, you know. But I really would have liked to seen more of like the cow pastures and like kind of seeing how that works. You know, yep. that to me is pretty. But your kids, the kids hate doing that kind of stuff. Like your kids, they're just so they're just like only so much of it that they care about. It's like when <laughs> when we were young, and my dad would be like, "We should take the scenic round." Like, oh, dad, we've seen red rocks before. You know, like gosh, <laughs> this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. He's like, "Look at the arch," and I'm like, "Yeah, oh, awesome!" Like, yep. <laughs> rain made a hole in a rock. Like, I don't, I don't care. You know, yeah. I mean, there was one. The, <laughs> so we went down to Bryce Canyon one time. We had one of those old gray vans. I think we were in, you know, the kind you grab the door and you just really have to tug on it to get it slide <laughs> open. And we had gone hiking, and of course, it's like my dad's idea. I think to go down there, and it was kind of like this family trip. And we had already gone on hike and done some things, and we'd kind of been like, "Whoa, this is so stupid," you know, and. We go to go on one other hike, and I can't remember which one it was, but I think it was, like, to another arch. And uh, <laughs> Joey, Joey, my little brother, he had had enough. And, like, when Joey decides that he's done, like he's just done, you know? Like, the rest of us can complain and whine, but for some reason, Joey was like, no, I'm not going. <laughs> like, <laughs> and we all get out, and it was like, my dad was threatening everything left and right, and he said, no, I'm not going. I'll stay here. And he just oh basically just stood his ground until we all got back in the van, and I think we drove off. Serious? Yeah, he won. Boy, if that, that had been. It's a common theme in my family. <laughs> Joey wins. Like, I hope he's listening. Like, we always call him, uh, I give him such a hard time. We we always call him Nephi. You know, he's like the Nephi of the family. <laughs> <laughs> like... And uh, I, I'm sure they consider me like the layman and Lemuel oh, yeah. combined into one, you know, because <laughs> I'm sure there's been a few times when I tied him to a tree, you know, like, <laughs> but like I used to always get um, so mad because even if he did something wrong, he would just be like this, like that you just look over at him and he'd just be like Nephi over Oh, there, he's you know, a like, good dude, though. I can see how he gets that reputation. All right, well, listen. Joey's a good dude. He turned out okay. But in the beginning, I had my questions, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was always probably doing the wrong thing anyway, so I was always looking. Layman and Lemuel wrapped into one. Yeah, huh? I was Layman and Lemuel all wrapped into one. Okay, actually, yeah. I'll tell this one story about Joey, and I don't really care if he cares. But <laughs> <laughs> we were at, my, at our old house in Fayette. We had a big side yard, and we lived in like an old, an older home, right? Like old, old home. It had really it had like two really tall glass windows, and just kind of like them old style windows. They're like two foot wide, maybe by like four or five foot tall. Yeah, and the the wall is one of the big thick walls, like two foot walls. Yep. And my mom and dad worked tirelessly, like fixing it up, like you know how we YouTube. They would like read the books, you know, the handyman books and stuff, and and fix it up, and so that's all they could afford. But we had this big side yard, and one day we're out there just kind of chipping, like with the golf golf clubs, and 
we were all out there and we try to make it next to the trees. You know, that's like where they were. And, uh, my dad, my mom and dad were in the front room. This is where the big windows were that faced. So there's those two big windows. They face that big yard to the South. And we were kind of chipping around out there and it think it, I'm, don't quote me on this, but I think it was like Sunday because we were all home. My dad was home, right? And it's like somebody came to visit my dad for something. Like it would be like a Sunday visit. Actually, I think it was Kitchell. Anyways, I think it was Kitchell and like Courtney had done something wrong the day before. So he was coming to <laughs> coming to tell my dad about it, right? <laughs> and uh, And they were in the front living room talking. And to hear my dad tell it, it's like he looked out the window. And, and I remember just looking at Joey and he hit the ball, and he's hitting towards the house. So normally we were hitting softer because there were some trees. And he just connected with this ball. And I remember just like slow motion watching the ball. And Joey's got the club. He's He's got his follow-through. He's gone through. He's staring at it. And it's like the world stopped. You know, <laughs> you know that moment where it's like, oh, no. Like, it's going to make it. Yeah. You know, it's going to make it. And we're all just paused, just frozen. Every I swear everybody saw it happen, and then all of a sudden it just right, hits that glass window and just poof. And I kid you not, your, your mom and dad were inside. Like, watch they watched it. Yeah, to tell my, my dad pre- pretty much tells the story. Like he was talking to Kitchell, and he like he looked over as Joey was swinging, and like in his head he was like going, "Is he gonna hit that ball?" Right as he hits the ball. And then, so my dad literally saw the whole thing, and then all of a sudden, bam, slap, hits this window, poof. And at that moment, Kitchell on the inside, he, he was the one talking to my dad. And, and I, my dad says, he just looked at me and says, well, now's probably not a good time. And he turned around and left. <laughs> <laughs> and he just turned around and walked out the door and left. <laughs> and Joey had gone through the follow-through, right, followed all the way through the club, right as it hit the window, his hand, I mean, he was just sitting here in follow-through position. He just dropped it. Just boom, just <laughs> hands <laughs> off the club. And he starts running. Like, I'm talking sprint. And he's sprinting towards the house, but he's going to the back door. And I'm like, what is he doing? And in my mind, I'm thinking, yes! Like, <laughs> he's finally in trouble, you know? Like, And he and he's, bu- but he's booking it. Like, I'm like, this dude's traveling. And he makes it all the way to the backside of the house. And my dad's coming out the front door. And so as my dad comes out the front door, he kind of catches Joey running around this, the back. So he's following Joey. And at this point in time, Joey's about to get a beating, you yeah. know, like yeah. he's, he's, he's in trouble. And Joey makes it all the way to the back. He goes all the way up the stairs and then he goes into my room. And, and, and in my room was like the ups- the upstairs bathroom for all the kids. He goes into the bathroom, locks the door. And it is locked good. And my dad, I just remember, oh, I got boy. there first because I was following Joey, like, you know, <laughs> get him, Dad, you know. And he comes around the corner, and I was like, oh, he's going to be so much trouble. And I just, my dad hits that door. Boom, 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 Joey. Boom, 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 Joey. And <laughs> better open up this door, you know. And Joey's like, nuh-uh. Nope, nah, and he's like, pop, 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 and he's like, so, I mean, I thought my dad was gonna punch a hole in this door trying to get like beat it down, and all of a sudden he goes, he calmly goes, "Hey, Joe," <laughs> <laughs> he says, 
Hey, Joe. Hey, open up the door, buddy. Like <laughs> After he'd been in this rage? Yeah, he'd been in this rage for like 10, 15 seconds. It felt like forever, right? But it was probably like, da, 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 da. open up the door. Da, 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 da. Like the, I thought the door was going to cave in from him like hitting on it. And all of a sudden he just stops, just stops, stops. And he's like, hey, Joe, uh, open up the door, buddy. You're not in trouble. Just, <laughs> just open up the door. <laughs> and Joey, and I was like, oh, he got him. And then all of a sudden Joey's like, you just hear him from the other side. No way. <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden my dad, boom, 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 starts hitting on the door again. <laughs> He thought he was going to fool him. And he didn't. He didn't fool him at all. I think eventually he, I think I, my, my, your brain plays games with you on stories like this, but I swear he went and like, he had me go get a screwdriver or something. And we started like taking the hinges off until like Joey had somehow like, um, as he was taking the hinges off, I think Joey had somehow negotiated his way out of the door. Like as he heard the hinges being popped off. Oh, oh my God. I remember that story and I just thought, you got to be kidding. It was double pained. It was even like double pained. And it only went through the first one. It didn't make it through the second one. But I just oh remember, boy. I just remember how mad they were because of like how weird the window was. Yeah. It wasn't like a normal window and like to replace it and like. Right. They didn't have any money anyways, you know. Oh my gosh. Oh my Boy, God. I tell you what, man. There, there's plenty of. Growing up the way we did. Oh, geez. And and you had all brothers, no sisters. I had all, all brothers. brothers, no sisters. So yeah. I our parents had their hands full. Oh man. I mean, girls are probably worse than boys, let's be honest. When Yeah, I think my mom's probably just going straight to heaven after having to deal with that. Or at least me. Honestly, like it was probably just mostly me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, she, Honestly She got her ticket from me. We know? could we could do an entire podcast, like several episodes just on stories like oh. of when our parents were like I've got to write. What I need to do is like take little notes of like some of these stories, and then just kind of as we go tell some of them because I know I, you get talking about them and boy, but then I forget about them. I'm gonna tell you one real quick while I'm thinking of it. This, I'll make it fast. I like it. I, I had a buddy over for a sleepover. His name was Connor Reynolds. Remember Connor? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Connor, Connor, if you're listening, you'll Con dog. You remember this story really well. Connor came over to sleepover. Married Wendy and. My dad, I think he was he was working graveyard, so he was he would have been sleeping during the day. I always remember that was dangerous at your house. Oh, that was always dangerous. You had to when keep, your old man keep was, it down. Yeah, you wasn't. Don't wake up, old Perry. Oh my gosh, and I I can't remember exactly how it all went up, but me and Connor were gonna we were playing around on the outside, whatever, and come inside. We're gonna go down to the basement to go play whatever we were playing. I would have probably been maybe. 10 or 12 years old, somewhere that age. And I remember I had like, remember like those old, I call them like MC Hammer pants, like like the pair, like the, they kind of like that parachute, slick material. The parachute pants. Yeah. With the, yep. With like the windbreaker that was like the same material. I had like, I had that outfit on and I was running downstairs and the pant kind of got caught on my heel as I was going down the stairs oh, and no. I slipped. Oh no. And when I slipped, I reached out to grab myself and I grabbed the railing and I busted the railing off the oh. wall. I snapped the I snapped the railing off, and my dad heard that. I was gonna say that's right next to your dad's bedroom. My dad, my dad, just heard, down the hall, right? He heard the commotion, and Connor was down ahead of me. He made it down the stairs before I did, and I snapped that railing off. Oh. I thought, son of a gun! 
and it, and, it, and it woke the bear, and he comes out of his room, and in his in his underwear, his garments, and and I'm just like I'm dead, and he grabs me by the neck. And I'm not going to tell you what he said, because he said some... I can't say what he said. He probably said, son, I'd like to just have a conversation This, this podcast would be, would be rented or rated M.A. if I told you exactly what he said. But I remember, I could quote him word for word what he said. I'd never, I'll never forget what he said. But in essence, he, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to abbreviate what he says. Oh, my gosh. He grabbed me by the head, and he put my... He grabbed me by the neck and put my head against the wall, right, right down the stairwell. Yeah. And he says, you want me to throw your head through this wall? Like he was mad, right. like, and so I got my head like pressed up against the wall, like as he's like got my neck like holding me against the wall. He said, "You want me to throw your head through this wall? You you don't take care of stuff in my house, you know? It's my right. house." And I'm thinking, I didn't say this, but this is what went through my mind. I said, "Well, you throw my head through this wall, you're gonna have a hole in your wall on a broke railing." <laughs> Add to the problem. You gonna put my head through the wall? That, that, that would have been the worst. Yeah, possible no, thing. you don't. You don't talk. But Connor, the whole time, like he was down at the bottom of the stairs, must have been just terrified, scared out of his. Mind. I don't think he ever came back to my house. I don't think. I don't think we ever played at my house ever again. <laughs> oh my god! I remember coming to your house and and I just remember you saying like. Gotta be quiet. Like I, just, I just remember like multiple warnings. Well, what me. what sucked is I was the youngest of three brothers, and my older two brothers would always pick on me, until you'd whine. I, I'd, I'd I'd cry, and then you'd and then get my dad in would hear my dad would hear yeah. the, me crying, and then I'd be the one to get in trouble. Well, them guys are the ones beating the crap out of me. Like yeah, to go outside to cry if you want to cry. It, it was oh boy, the stories I. And the best part about it is, is now like. When you're younger, you don't get it at all. But could you imagine if you worked all night long and then, like, in the middle of your sleep, just, like, the commotion oh, of, like, all that. Do you just wake up from, like, two, three hours of sleep and just kick your door open? Like, I'm coming for you, you know? You know how I... I, I don't blame him. I don't no, blame you, I don't. Perry. I don't either. I don't either, but... You missed a few times. You probably could have got into him a little better. Boy, I... Lucky I survived my childhood... Like I say, there's there's tons of stories like that that we could tell. Looks like we might have ran out of camera space. That's probably not right. I wonder what that means. Oh, maybe it's just too much. How long have we gone here? Gosh, we've almost gone an hour. I didn't realize yeah. we've been going that long. Yeah. Well, maybe let's wrap it up then, and we'll figure out yeah, what we'll that camera this one did out. for us. And we'll, uh, we'll probably just record a few more and we'll try to do it like... We need to get it back on the page where we do a few of these and just kind of kick them out on a weekly basis or something, see what you guys like, see yeah. what people like to listen. It's fun to hear people say that they like to listen to our, our stuff, though, too. That's kind of fun. Yeah, it is, and it's I probably, like you say, making a lot of people upset with some of these opinions. I probably should keep a lot of it to myself, but... No. You know what? It's, look, people understand. It's not, Everybody's take, got their own opinion. And nobody's, nobody's... That's the funny part. Like, what's kind of cool about like podcasts and these different things I've found after listening to other people's stuff is just like everybody's got opinions, but like just listening to somebody else's opinion and agreeing that your opinion ain't the same sometimes is just fine. Yep. Like everybody can have a difference of opinion and doesn't necessarily mean anybody's right or wrong. Just that's well, uh, I'm, I'm, all it is is an opinion and it could be changed at any moment. That And that's how I, 
I find myself being more and more is, and I don't know if it's good or bad, but like I, my opinions do change. My oh. thoughts change all the time. And yeah. And you know, my beliefs in certain things are kind of firm, but I'm open to, yeah. you know, you trying to change my opinion. Yeah. Because honestly, I don't, like we we've talked before, I think like you don't you don't have all the information, you don't have always, all the perspective, you don't have it all. Yeah, I always feel like if you're not willing to listen and and understand that your opinion is an opinion right now, like you're just being ignorant. Like if you're not willing to listen and like if somebody has a good point, not be able to say, hey, that's a good point, you know, right. the 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 ability to change your opinion if needed to be changed. I think is a good thing. But I do That's think like quality. some people in the past that has listened to other things we've said and kind of, you know, you run into them or you hear them yeah. kind of get flushed. I think it's it's like being on the listening end and not being able to voice your opinion, yeah. like just listening to somebody's podcast, yeah. you know, you're kind of yeah. like, oh, I w- if I was there, I'd say this, you know, right now to yeah. rebuttal them or whatever, but yeah. you know what? That's fine. Yeah. And, uh, rebuttal us when you see us. In to public. that, I say, I've got, Two more mics and a headphone. Yeah. I got two more headphones, two more mics. Come on. Come sit down. Let's have a conversation. Try it. I think that's a great idea. All right. Well, thanks, everybody. Uh, We'll try to knock this one out, and hopefully we'll get on a schedule where we can get some more fun content out to you guys a little more often, and we'll go from there. And who knows, maybe in the future, you know, we'll be like some of them hush boys, and we'll have some merch for you to buy. There you go. I'm not kidding. We'll, we'll fall into that category, yeah. the one one of those categories. Yeah. Hey, I'm just I'm changing my opinion. We do have a logo. We got we, a lo- we yeah. had a logo made. Oh, country country built yeah. us a logo. We need to get that logo digitized or whatever you call it. Yeah, make it well, digital. And, I'm gonna send it over to you and give you that assignment. Yeah, we'll we'll work on that. Get us a hat. It's kind of a cool logo. Yeah, if 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 we ever upload this video that you're supposedly recording, there's. Yeah, it looks like it stopped recording on my video, but at least we'll get most you of got, it. On. He's got his big old steer head hanging above us right here. It's Yeah. Which that's kind of what our logo would be, obviously. Steer head so. and some pistols or something. and It'll be fun. Get something going. Get something rocking and rolling. Sounds good, man. Okay. Sounds good. Well, thanks, everybody. Peace out. Boom.